Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the highs and lows of vacation. We are both recently back from trips. We have a lot to say. We're back out in the world of traveling. And it's wild. It is. <laughs> you know, before we get to that, Wendy badgered you guys just enough that we have several emails that we would like to share with you. Badgered? I did. Okay. I only Perhaps. joke because one of the subject lines is, fine, I'll email you. <laughs> yes. And uh, which she and I have been corresponding back and forth because I want to see what she's talking about. So... Anyway. So the first email is from Tara, who says, so microblading. I got my first session a few weeks ago. I have my follow up today, July 5th. I think my first session turned out a titch too light, but I have no eyebrows without makeup in them. So at least I have some now. Side note, I would prefer too light than too dark because you can always do more, right? Mm-hmm. I will update you after the second one and let you know how it goes. My gal's awesome. She came recommended to me from my eyebrow waxing esthetician at Benefit, where they used to work together. And now she does microblading slash powder brows and tattooed freckles out of a tattoo shop her husband co-owns. We will leave the link in the profile if you are in Portland, because that is where this particular writer inner is from. Yeah, did you know freckles, tattoo freckles were a thing? I would love to see somebody who, who actually did some tattoo freckles, because... I think that's fun. I don't think it's fun for me. I think it's super cute on somebody else. Yeah, I think you can get the same effect with makeup. It worries me. But if you do you, folks. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I have been corresponding back and forth with Tara because I wanted to see some before and after pictures. And her brows look amazing. So I think I'm definitely going forward with my own microblade. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah, it's on the calendar. It's uh, next Friday, a week. A week from this Friday. Yeah, I'm a little scared and I try to already back out of it, but I think I'm going to do it because I, you know, I have eyebrows. You, Megan, don't have any eyebrows when you have no makeup on, but I have eyebrows, but they are just sparse and very, I'm going to say gray. (laughs) Interesting. You know, I'm a woman of a certain age and, and when I don't have anything at all, I feel like I look older. And honestly, I have a little PTSD because it makes me look like, like I did when I went through chemotherapy because I had like Uh, mm -hmm. very sparse brows. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just going to do it. I mean... The brows are the, what is it? The frame of the face or whatever they say. Get your brows done, ladies. Get your brows done. You know what I mean. I'm so excited for you, mostly because I want to like see how it turns out and then uh-huh. consider for myself. I have had some traumatic eyebrow experiences simply just by dyeing them. They've gone too dark. And then I look like an angry bird with these dark <laughs> slashes of eyebrows on my face. And... I'm nervous. It happened once in college, and I can vividly remember in college, I nannied a lot, and one of the little boys I used to watch, I showed up at his house, and he goes, what did you do to your face? So everyone else was pretending like it was no big deal, but man, five-year-olds are just like truth tellers, and he just looked right at me, what did you do to your face? So I'm a little nervous, but I do think we've come a long way. I'm very nervous. I don't want, I don't want like ground... Groucho, Groucho Marks eyebrows either. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit afraid. That's why I want to just go, like, slow into it. I don't care if I have to go back 
14 times. I just want to go very slow. And there's an additional note regarding ear piercing. Definitely go to a piercing shop and not Claire's. It's much more expensive, but so much better for your ears and healing. My daughter got hers done on her eighth birthday. And even though she said it hurt like hitting 30 shots at once, she was really glad she got it done after healing. So there's a little note for that. It also says, I got some little earrings for my birthday and decided to get my second holes re-pierced because I usually wear big hoops. And they didn't need to pierce them, just stretch them like when people get their ears gauged. So much easier. I went to the same shop where I'd taken my daughter and they were great. And the shop is Ah. adorned for Portlanders. So we'll leave that information both for her eyebrow gal and for... The tattoo shop that she likes. If you happen to be in Portland and you're in the market for either of those things. So, Tara, thank you so much for all of that. Yes. Now I'm wondering, because my daughter's ears were pierced at one time. I wonder if she can just get them like what she just said. Instead of getting them re-pierced again, like whatever, stretched out. Yeah, slightly less traumatic, maybe. Yeah, maybe (laughs) is the key word. Right. So we have a couple of follow-ups on some recommendations. The first is Wendy's most recent approved item, which is the Kissing Booth movie, both one and two. Yeah. The movie comes out this month, I believe. And I still need to watch two. But Heidi says, thanks for the recommendation. I put it on while doing some computer work. And it was a cute movie. Yeah, it's definitely looking for. Yes, definitely a throw on movie. You don't have to like, you know, you're not going to miss anything if you, you know, miss something. If you're scrolling on your phone or doing work. I just was very invested. So I'm into it. I liked it. I I loved the first one. Did you? The (laughs) final email has the subject line shorts from Lene, who says, Thank you. Because of your podcast, I finally broke down in this heat and bought a couple of pairs of shorts. I have not owned a pair of shorts in years. I feel so liberated. Yeah. Liberating people across the country and the world. Next. (laughs) Wear the shorts. Yeah. I finally broke down and started wearing some shorts, too, because it's just been, well, when I was on my vacation, it was too hot. So I wore shorts. And, you know, yes, I, was I have much to it. say about heat and shorts <laughs> in this episode. And I will just say now, had I not purchased new shorts prior to the trip, I would have been miserable. All right. So, you know, that leads us right into our topic for the day. We're going to talk about vacation. We're going to talk about the good parts, the bad parts, the memorable and funny moments, our vacation MVPs, I think. First of all, let's first talk, tell the people what you did on your vacation. And then I'll tell them what I did, what I did on my vacation. So we took very different vacations, folks. Mine was a family road trip. There are four of us. I have a 14-year-old and an 11-year-old. And we flew to Orlando and we drove to Boston with many stops in between. We were gone for two weeks and we did three amusement parks and four baseball games and multiple college visits and sightseeing. And it was it was like the Griswold family vacation, I'll tell you. I don't envy you. I'm sorry. I know you probably had a great time. I would not do well on that trip. Well, at all. We'll talk a lot about it. I will say it was a trip, not a vacation. For it was sure. A lot of fun, but it was exhausting. And we came home last 
Thursday night at 11 p.m. and we have not stopped moving. I mean, we did like all of our laundry and then we did Costco and then we packed up and went to the beach for the 4th of July. So we've been gone all week and we got home this morning at 7.30 a.m. Today is Monday. This podcast comes out tomorrow. So I'm really feeling like I need to not get out of my pajamas for the rest of the day. I need to recover. Seriously, guys, she texted me over the weekend. She's like, we're furniture shopping. I was like, do you ever just chill? Oh, my God. I'm like, you just go and go and go and go and go. I couldn't. I would be one grouchy bitch. The additional factor here is, of course, my husband is on summer break. And so for him, this is his time to do all the things he doesn't have time to do during the year. So he's like, oh, let's go look at this and let's go here and let's go there. It's just been nonstop. I have set so many alarms. (laughs) In the past three weeks, more than I said all year. So um, summer so far is exhausting me, I will tell you. It has not been a break for mom. I'm sorry. Well, you guys, my trip was much more relaxing. (laughs) She had to to hold back from saying better. No, relaxing. (laughs) I was not exhausted from it other than having to get on an airplane and off an airplane. But my daughter went away to camp and my husband and I flew to Maui for, what was it, five days, six days? It was a short trip for us, but we were there celebrating an early 20-year wedding anniversary. Now, guys, hear me when I say 20 years. It's a long time. So this trip was well worth it and very nice. I'm so glad. I'm do so I sound envious. do I sound blissful? It was just wonderful. I'm so glad we are going on an anniversary trip later this summer as well, while my kids will be at camp. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a very mellow and relaxing trip as well. Good. All right. So let's talk about. You want to talk about some of the lows of each of our trips because I think there were probably both, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just jump into the very first moment of our arrival our airplane lands it is 12 30 in the morning we have been flying since like 2 p.m pacific time we had a layover guys flying across the country is exhausting plane travel just kind of sucks it does unless you have an upgraded seat for the most part it sucks Okay. It sucks. It sucks right now. It sucks right now. Right. And I think it always does. Like it's cramped. It's crowded. It's yeah. uncomfortable. Yes, it sucks more now. But I've always disliked being uncomfortable on a plane for five, six hours at a time. I know. But the highlight for me to be on an airplane, I hate to fly. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. The highlight for me was always like the snacks and the drinks. And oh, like right. the, and that's the, kind of those don't exist right now. On by the wayside, yeah. we did have drink service on both of our flights and snacks. Actually, not good ones, but there there was something. Mm-hmm. But we land. It's twelve thirty a.m. We go to pick up our rental car and we walk down the line and we get to our rental car company and the line is uh, two hundred people deep. Remind you, it's. 12.30 a.m. I'll jump to the end. We got to our hotel at 5 a.m. Oh, my God. I, I don't know how you did it. I would have been like, I'm out. After 30 minutes, I would have been like, nope. Nope. Well, here's the problem. So if you have had your ears open, rental cars are an issue nationwide. Hawaii is most affected, obviously, because they are an island. But it is an issue everywhere. And so we were a little bit nervous that we weren't even going to have a car waiting for us when we got there, particularly because we were dropping off at a different location. And that is more of a challenge. 
So we had kind of that in the back of our mind. And then I was afraid to leave because I thought if we didn't pick up our car that there wouldn't be one there for us the next day. And the Mm -hmm. other issue was we did consider, do we just Uber to our hotel and one of us comes back tomorrow? But who's to say that the line wasn't going to be three hours long the next day? I just wanted to get it over with. I don't, they didn't have enough people working. They had maybe three people working for this 200 person line. And for some reason, when I got up there to get my car, I was up there for maybe two and a half minutes. I had my reservation. I gave them my credit card. They checked me in. Done. There are people up there for 15, 20, 30 minutes at a time. And I don't know what the holdup was for all of these people, but everybody Mm. seemed to need to argue about something. Maybe they didn't all have reservations. I don't know. But I felt like I my skin was going to like explode off of my body. I just got increasingly more and more frustrated at how slow this process was. But we did get our car. The funny thing is, they check us in and then once you're checked in, they say, "Okay, now go stand over there and wait for them to tell you your car is ready." And I'm one of the last people online and the guy comes out to give me my car and he goes, "Do you actually need a minivan?" And let me tell you folks, I was like, are you kidding me? I have stood here for three and a half hours, and now you're going to try and give me a different car than the one I stood here for? And I said, well, we'd really prefer one. He said, well, there's only four of you. I said, yeah. And we had four full-size suitcases and (laughs) four backpacks. Like, we we were in that car. Yeah, I wanted that minivan. And I was like, what are you going to put me in, a Ford Focus? No, it's two weeks. We need to breathe. Fortunately, they did have the car that we wanted. I very briefly thought, you know, I'm a people pleaser. So I kind of wanted to be like, like, if they did. If they had one, why wouldn't he want me to take it, right? Like, because they have promised it to somebody else Right, but they also well. promised it to me, right? Absolutely. So, so he goes, oh, I see we do have a minivan. Do you still want it? And I was like, yep. Had it not been 5 a.m., I might have maybe taken a different car, maybe asked what else was available. But this one, I was like, you know what? No, that is my car. I reserved it months ago. <laughs> I waited in line. I hope somebody else, the larger family, wasn't out of luck, but we chose that car for a reason. Yeah, it's the car you chose. It's the car you paid for. Like, mm-hmm. F mm-hmm. that guy for being mm-hmm. like, there's only four of you. Who? What does he know? You may be picking up two more people. Some, you know what I mean? Go right. away. Oh, my God. I would have been livid. Livid. Yeah. Wow. So that was the opening moment of my vac- vacation. Did your husband and two children also stay at the were you at still at the airport or like the or at the car at the airport? Place? So there was it was not like where you have to shuttle the rental cars were in the airport terminal. We're in Orlando and they were waiting after about an hour. I said, why don't you guys just go check into the hotel? Just Uber over there and I'll come later. And he said, no. So I said, OK, <laughs> I mean, right. I tried. I'm not fighting with anybody. If you guys want to sit here. The biggest piece of luck on our side was that we didn't have plans the next day. That was one of the very few days where he had just planned a mellow day. And that worked out really well because if we had then had to get to our hotel and turn around and head out to the Magic Kingdom, I would have just sat down on the floor and cried. So we just went and got in bed and slept until noon and then started our day and went to the pool and relaxed. So that was great. There was some good forethought into yes. planning. I think it was just luck. I think there yeah. wasn't a Disney reservation available that day, quite frankly, and we got lucky. So, Jeez. Mm-hmm. wow. 
I have no words. I just don't know if I could have made it. That's bananas, dude. My travel experience started off kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And listen, I want to ask you and our listeners, who farts on an airplane? So, I mean, I know it happens, of course, right? Yeah. But the audacity, somebody in our general area on the airplane was tooting up a storm the entire flight to Hawaii. And I, at first I looked at my husband cause you know, I gave him that look like, was that you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do that. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he like shook his head like, Nope. And so like, of course, then we're like looking around, like trying to pinpoint like zero in on who it was. We think it was the guy in front of us to be quite honest. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Just go to the, bathroom you're so gross like don't be disgusting thank god i had to wear a mask on the airplane because you guys i don't <laughs> trap the smell right in there against your face that was a blessing <laughs> well like i know what you're if saying i could, it a little bit if, a little bit if i could still smell this stinky ass like through my mask oh my god it was just disgusting i have a little bit of a different take on this look i don't enjoy farts on an airplane either <laughs> But I've seen many people with this take, like, why would you ever fart on an airplane? It's like reclining your seat on a two-hour flight, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But let me tell you, as a person who has a lifelong history of (laughs) tummy troubles, sometimes there is nothing to be done. It's not an intentional thing. I'm sure some people are not making any effort to contain them. But I do know that there's sometimes there's nothing to be done. And it's not like... Simply going to the bathroom would solve the problem. I love that you're taking the sign. That I don't want to totally... be in the vicinity of the person <laughs> farting, but I also <laughs> recognize that something there's sometimes there's nothing to be done. You guys, if you could see like the imagery in my head right now, it's me and Megan at a school debate and she has taken the side <laughs> that farting is acceptable on airplanes <laughs> I, i'm just saying everybody farts are you telling me that you think that people can contain every fart that comes out of their body no of course not but uh, do i think some I people know. do it to excess and do not care about the people around them yes do i think there are circumstances in which sometimes there's nothing to be done and it's just an unfortunate trapped in a small space with another person yes do i think it's uncomfortable and (laughs) not great to be sitting next to the person with the gas issues yes i see all sides but i have perhaps been this person and i'm very sorry (laughs) maybe not on an airplane i can just recognize what it feels like to have a rumbly tummy look guys i'm not above farting i just think (laughs) i have a little bit (laughs) i I don't, I don't know what the word is. I just think that I would be mortified if I let one out and it was so offending to other people. I would, oh my God. Well, of course, yes. Of course it's embarrassing. Well, this person should have been embarrassed because <laughs> I was dying. Okay. So I sent Wendy a message about this next story. We're sitting in Disney World and there's a couple wearing matching t-shirts i would say they're in their mid-20s late 20s maybe and they had their names on the front in like little mickey ears and the back said disney vacay with bay which 
I'm pretty sure my husband would be like, just cut my balls off directly. I do not imagine him agreeing to wear those shirts. I'm sorry. I think he there's a matching shirt situation like the I Love You, I Know shirts from Star yeah. Wars. I think he could get on board with those. Like He's on board with a Disney-themed shirt, but the most expensive vacation ever. Right, 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 right. Embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but the best part about their Disney vacay with Bay shirts, I did feel very badly for them. We're sitting in a restaurant situation and they didn't say a single word to each other the entire time, nor did they even look at each other. I mean, it was I felt really bad. And I was just thinking, I can imagine myself as this 20-year-old girl who's planned this vacation with her boyfriend and is like, you've got the matching shirts and it's you're going to get the great pictures, right? And it's going to be so fun. And now you just freaking hate each other. Totally. <laughs> well, It is 90 degrees, humid as hell, the lines are long. Don't even get me started on the food situation at Disney. It is a nightmare right now. I get it. I mean, there was not a lot of love between my family and I in that moment either. <laughs> I think everybody hate each, hates each other at uh, the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> like, it, the idea of it is great. But, like, once you're there, like, you hate each other. Don't you see, like, moms screaming at their kids all the time? And, like, there were so yeah. many screaming kids because it was so hot and so uncomfortable. And Aww. I... At some point in the food line, somehow accidentally stepped in front of someone. Uh-oh. And you know me, I'm so apologetic, right? But this woman behind me, she goes, wasn't I in front of you? And I, look, I'm done, right? Fighting food for my family on 14 days did me in. I have had it. I had been in this line for 45 minutes. And I go, I don't know, did I? <laughs> you guys, that is not how I am in public. Ever. I am like, I will apologize if you drop something. (laughs) Did you let her go in front of you after that? Oh. And she goes, I think so. And I was like, okay. Like, I was done. Practically in tears. I'm so done. (laughs) I don't know. Did I? (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Back to the couple. Uh, Were they married? Were they newly married or just boyfriend? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I think the Bay. Gives me like a boyfriend girlfriend vibe. Uh huh. Wow. But and I just hated man, each other. <laughs> can you just imagine being that person and you have this vision of what your Disney vacation is going to be like? Yeah, I've been man, that person. Did it not deliver? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally understand. That's why I would never advertise it. You know what I mean? Right. I would right. never be like happiest day on earth because you know it's not. So <laughs> there's just no. Okay, so. I don't know what it's like anywhere else, but the state of Hawaii up until July 8th is uh, requiring a negative COVID test mm-hmm. when landing. And it's a little bit of a process to get it. Like you have to get a neg- you have to have be tested 72 hours before you board your flight and all this stuff. Like I get it. It's their protocol, whatever. I'm going to their island. I will, you know, happily oblige. Right. So we get off the airplane and they start to funnel people into this like down this hallway and all of a sudden I there are people like running by me and I'm like what the hell is happening and now I realize like they knew what was up they wanted to get to the counter first show their 
COVID tests so they can like get on their way mm. because they're at this time, there's only like three people similar to your rental car experience. There's only three people there, like double checking the paperwork and stuff. So we ended up being like fourth in line or whatever. And we waited not five hours. We waited maybe 20 minutes, but still like once we got up to the counter, here's our paperwork. Here's our ID. We were out. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There were people who were like, what? I need a negative COVID test. Uh... I need to upload this where like, no, now you can't come in. They were like telling people like, sorry, I don't, you can't come in. It was bananas to me. It was so crazy. Cause I don't, you know, you make a, you make a, you buy a plane ticket, you get a ton of emails saying like, if you were traveling to the state of Hawaii, you need this test. Like you will not be allowed in or you have to quarantine 14 days or something crazy. Well, and like before that. you can even buy the ticket, it takes you to a page that are like, here are the requirements for entering the state. Like it's not like people were not told. Right. So I don't know if they just thought like, yeah, well, let's just wing it and see what happens. Maybe oh, they'll just let us God. in. It was crazy. So... If you're traveling to Hawaii between now and July 8th, which is Thursday, I guess Thursday they lift all the restrictions. Or oh. Most of the restrictions. They lift the travel restriction. Like okay. you don't have to prove a COVID test. But yeah, we just missed it. But I'm like, people, why? Hello? Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? So anyway, it was really funny. And we were just pleased Bye. to get in there and get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. And oh my God, like luckily, like we were one of the first off the airplane. So we were like, you know, in the front of the line. Other The, the line was so long. I bet the people at the back of the line had to wait two hours because mm. they on Hawaii time there. Like mm -hmm. it's like shakabra, like, you know. Yeah, there Mahalo. is no hustle on the islands, man. No, it's like, and I love it. That's what I love about it. Right, that's it, but... why it's nice to be there. But yeah, yeah. if you got somewhere to be, forget about it. Man, I was trying to get to the rental car place to get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so crazy because like you said, Hawaii is one of those states that is really limited on rental cars that enough so that people are renting U-Hauls yes, for yes. their vacation. But we just like walked right in, got to pick the car we wanted and we're out of there. Like it was, I, I don't. I don't, we just had the stroke of luck. I don't know what happened. So anyway. So I'd like to talk a little bit about travel in general right now. If anybody's planning to travel this summer, here's my experience. One, rental cars are hard to get come by. If you don't have one, figure it out if you need one. Two, nobody's wearing a mask anywhere. And what's really weird is we live in California, obviously. We left on our vacation on June 18th. I tell you this because on June 15th was the official day when the restrictions were lifted in California. So if you were vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask indoors. However, 15th, 16th, 17th, I was in stores and pretty much everyone here, I would say 70% of the people in my local stores are still wearing masks in stores. It's still mm -hmm. a pretty highly. And plus all the employees are still wearing masks. Yeah. So it was a real shock to me. Airplanes are still masks. Airports are still masks. To be in, not really that surprising in Florida, I'm sorry, but throughout the East Coast, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Boston, there are no masks, y'all. It was like COVID what? We haven't heard of it that? It was really, I mean, COVID's over. Delta um, what? Delta variant what? <laughs> right. I have an 11-year-old, so she was still masked anytime we were in a crowd or indoors, so, and the rest of us, 
were intermittently masked, I will say. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm, there were a few places that it was required. Disney travel, like if you travel on a monorail, it's required on one of their buses. Oddly, the UNC Chapel Hill bookstore required one, but hardly anywhere else. So it was it was an interesting situation, particularly given the timing. Restaurants, y'all. You need to know this if you are traveling. This appears to be a nationwide thing. The labor shortage is real. <laughs> there were signs everywhere for now hiring, signing bonus for a cook mm-hmm. at a freaking Chili's, guys. I'm telling you, nobody has enough staff finding places to eat without wait times. We were places where they were like, sorry, 7 o'clock, we're not taking anybody else because we are full for the rest of the night. Right. Uh-huh. Be aware of that. It works out. I just think have that in mind. We ran into the same problem in Hawaii, too. Yeah, I believe it. It was very hard to get a dinner reservation or do any sort of like planned activity, you know, like zip lining, all that stuff's way booked out in advance. There's just there's just no no space for it. Here's another weird COVID holdover. And that is that we were in seven different hotels, maybe eight. I can't remember. They've all removed their vending machines. So, you know, they have their ice machine and their vending machines together. Yeah. The vending machines are all gone. But There's why? There's just these big, dusty squares. I cannot figure it out because it's a high-touch surface. I don't know. How hard would it be? Uh, the ice machines are still there. You're wiping down. I figure if you're wiping down elevator buttons, you're wiping down all of those things. How hard would it be to wipe? They're all gone. And let me tell you, sometimes I get into a hotel. I'm like, I'd really like some M&Ms tonight. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. where <laughs> where are the M&Ms? Now, many of these places had like a little grab-and-go situation downstairs in the lobby that had been like hastily set up next to the check-in. I don't always want to go all the way downstairs in my pajamas at 10 o'clock. I don't know. It was noticeable to me. I found it odd. I couldn't quite figure it out. A lot of these things I can understand, right? Like the many of these hotels that have a breakfast situation went to a grab-and-go situation. Yeah. I understand all of that. But the removal of the vending machines, of course, it's not the end of the world. It was just something that I noticed and found interesting. That's so... I didn't notice that at all. Well, I don't know if our hotel had vending machines. I don't think so. There was an ice machine. I remember that. And we did have a grab, like a you know, little convenience store. But I don't know about vending machines. That's so interesting. I mean, I guess it makes sense because it's a high-touch service, like you said, but... Why? Come on. And it was just very obvious where they had been taken out. There were just like these squares (laughs) next to the ice machines that were kind of a different color because they, anyway, it was, it was noticeable. If you want your M&Ms, pack them. R.I.P. vending machines. That's And it seems like so much work. I don't, Uh did, did the vending machine companies come and take them away? Are they in the basement of the hotel? Where did all the vending machines go? If we have someone in hospitality who can answer that question for me, I would love to hear. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just remain but be empty? Right. Or that like unplug them. I don't know. That's so weird. They're gone. (laughs) I would love some insight on that. Yes. Email us. Send us an article. Whatever you find. Whatever you know. Wow. Weird. Well, I will tell you that. Remember the toilet paper shortage of 2020? Oh, yes. Well, hotels. I mean, I think toilet paper is usually nice at hotels, especially nice hotels. Right. I had like sandpaper toilet paper happening at our hotel we stayed i'm a nice hotel i'm not even gonna say the name it was a nice chain hotel 
Right. But holy cow. Like I even said to my husband, I was like, you know what we should have brought? And he goes, some wipes. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> I mean, this is the I conversation you have after 20 years of marriage. But yeah, like, I hear you. Uh, yeah, like what the hell? Is there still a shortage? Like maybe in Hawaii maybe there is. Island. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It was rough stuff, literally. So that yeah. is so funny. Can someone tell me why hotel bathrooms do not universally have fans? Guys, I was sharing a bathroom with my family for 14 days. And when you've got four people taking a shower, it gets real steamy in there. There's uh-huh. never a fan. And then the bathroom itself is basically unusable. Like you can't get ready in there because now it's a sauna we had a couple of hotels that had separate dressing areas outside of the shower area and i thought yes please this is the way to do it but it was it was noticeable the ones that had it i wanted to applaud them but i have to also imagine it's not great for the room itself to not have any ventilation yeah that's why like hotel bath yes no 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 that's why like have you ever noticed like the mold in hotel bathrooms Mm -hmm. is usually out of control and Mm -hmm. it's there's no ventilation. Maybe it's too expensive. Like, I don't know, a building material when they're... Do- I don't know. I don't Honestly, I don't know. I have no idea. Could you open a window somewhere? No, no? there's no windows. And it can't be too expensive because let me tell you, we walked into every single one of those these hotel rooms and the air conditioning was set to like 65 degrees. So they're not <laughs> concerned about the <laughs> electrical usage from their bathroom fan. Did your husband let you run the AC in the hotel? <laughs> yes, but we did turn it up from 65. But the problem is, so we were staying, look, on our road trip, we're not in it for the hotel amenities. We're like, we need a comfortable place to sleep. Mm-hmm. Maybe a free breakfast situation in the morning. So we were staying in like courtyard by Marriott level yeah, hotels. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the, a lot of these have those window unit air conditioners. Mm-hmm. Not a window unit, but you know what I mean? Like you've been in a hotel like that. It's not like a central air, like a quiet, like hush of air. They're loud. I'm straight up envisioning Shit's Creek right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's a step up from that, but many of them had loud air conditioning units. Mm, ours was, was loud annoying. too. Ours was loud. Like my husband sat up straight in bed one night. He's like, "What's that noise?" And it was like that <laughs> AC, like making some weird noise. You know, I had headphones on because I wear headphones to bed every night. So I was like, "I don't know. Sounds fine to me." That's so weird. Okay, so you've been on a vacation where like. A tropical vacation where you have to like fight for pool chairs. Like, yeah, it's why my do they least favorite thing? Why do they do that? They don't have enough pool chairs for like as many people are in their hotel. And I'm not talking like they've capped like you know limited capacity at the hotel pool because it did not appear that way. Mm-hmm. But my husband is goes out for a run one morning, you know, and we're on California time, so it's like three hours earlier there. So he's up very early. Mm-hmm. And he comes running back up to the room and I, no joke, it's like six fifteen. And he's like, Oh my God, it's ninety percent full at the pool. And of course, like I then stress out because I'm like, I need a chair to sit mm-hmm. at. Like what mm-hmm. are we gonna do? And then the whole process of like putting your stuff down there, but you're really not allowed to mm-hmm. and and, like, you see the guy comes around. First, they leave a note saying, like, if this stuff's not gone in an hour, we're going to oh. pull it. And so, luckily, you know, a couple days we were able to save chairs or get down there early enough. Yes, I'm, like, sun tanning. And I'm air quoting that, like, at 7.15 and drinking coffee by the pool because I needed an 
chair for my ass, right? But I would like, it would stress me out when like the guy would come by and then like take somebody's stuff and then somebody else would come and put their stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, those original people are going to come back and be like, you stole my chair. And oh, it's too much stress for me on a tropical vacation. It really chaps my hide. And it's like a never ending cycle, right? Because as Nobody wants to be at the pool at 7 a.m. So if people, I don't know. I feel like the hotels have created this issue. We've stayed in hotels where that's an issue. It makes me so angry. I have done that thing. I On our first anniversary, we went to Maui. And I was up at like 6.30 every day after the mm-hmm. first day. And I would just like do the same thing. Go pick up a coffee and breakfast and sit by the pool and reserve our spot Partially because I needed a space in the shade. I cannot sit in the yeah. sun for hours at a time. Totally. So getting a spot in the shade is even more precious, but totally. getting a chair at all. So I was like, it's worth it for me to sit here for a couple of hours <laughs> reserving our spot. But it was, it's annoying. It it dampens the vacation a little to- bit. Totally. Because like by 10 a.m., we had been out there like from 6 or 7 a.m. at 10. I'm like... Oh, cool. Is it lunchtime? Like, right? <laughs> we've been here forever. I'm like, I'm ready to go upstairs and take a nap because, yeah. like, holy hell, I'm frying out in the sun here. Which, by the way, I've been to Maui several times. It's never been as hot as it was in Maui. It was, like, 100 degrees, and it did not rain one day that we were there. So I don't know what's happening, but it was really... I know what's happening. Um, <laughs> Is it global warming? As do Are those you. the two words? <laughs> I didn't want to like say it and then get like nasty emails from people. But Lord, yeah. did you see the Pacific Northwest this week? Come on. There is absolutely no doubt that our planet is burning and the well, actual ocean is on fire. So, oh my God, I saw that picture. That was crazy, right? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Like that, that gas line? I don't, yes. I was like, But it's surrounded by wet stuff. Why is it not going out? Like, it was mind-boggling to me. I'm going to leave a picture in our show notes because that was crazy. It's horrifying if you haven't seen it. So let's talk a little bit more about the heat. If you follow us on Instagram, you saw that I did a fair bit of whining about the fact that I was hot, y'all. I was hot. It, Florida, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, thanks so much for your record-breaking heat this week because... (laughs) Look, it's not like we thought we were going to a cold place. I knew I was going to be hot. But we had multiple days of high 90s temperatures. The humidity is bananas. And look, us Californians, we don't know what to do. I walk outside. I am immediately sweating from every single pore in my body. I'm just damp all day long. Now, you use the gold bond, guys. I'm telling you. It's kind of ineffective after about an hour, especially if you're like theme parking it. And I, a lot of people were like, yeah, it's miserable here. We just don't go outside for two months. And I'm like, yeah, we're outside all day long doing all the things. Yeah. By the end of the trip, I was losing it a little bit. I was just tired of being hot and sweaty. And I honestly think I came home like dehydrated. I was lightheaded uh-huh. the last day of our trip. Oh my god. <laughs> I woke up the next morning. I'm like, I need to drink a Gatorade for breakfast because For sure. I think I have electrolyte loss. Oh my it god. Was Come to the hydro thing. place with me or whatever it's called. That Seriously. <laughs> the the heat and humidity, I need an IV drip. They tried to kill me. Yeah. 
I went to Florida a couple years ago in the summer. We did all the Magic Kingdom, all that crap, too. I will never go back. It was awful. I I applaud you that you spent so many days on the East Coast because, no. Well, one day we were in Washington, D.C. I think it was 96 degrees and probably 157% humidity. I don't know. (laughs) And our plan was in the middle of the day, you know, great timing. We had morning plans. We were going to walk and see all the monuments. And I was like, both all of us were falling down. And so I get on my phone. I'm like, there's got to be like an evening. I found like a monuments by moonlight tour. And I was like, yes, we are doing this. We are getting on the tram. I am not walking anywhere. (laughs) We're doing it after the sun goes down. It was still 90 degrees and way humid, but it was, I didn't feel like death was imminent at that point. Yeah, that's awful. Well, one last low light of my trip was the amount of sunscreen that was always in my mouth in Hawaii. Like, you know, because everybody uses the spray sunscreen and it's just like floating in the air. I, I would always have the taste of sunscreen in my mouth. Do people not walk away to spray their spray sunscreen? No, I no. I mean, I'm guilty too. Like I was in my chair. I mean, because what if I got up? Somebody might still in my chair. <laughs> but like, yeah, we sprayed each other and it's just floating through the air, which then really had me thinking like, this can't be good for the environment. It's all over the plants, the sea oh, life sure here, not. right? It's terrible. I, I, you know, I don't like putting lotion on and that applies to sunscreen as well mm-hmm. like you know touching my body and putting Especially it on when you're hot and sweaty and then adding yeah. a lotion on top of it yeah but it was a real problem there i just felt like all day every day i was like i it tastes like sunscreen in my mouth it's disgusting i would love to hear some I w- there's got to be like an environmental friendly sunscreen that doesn't taste like that right anything that's not a spray friend fuck Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about the MVPs of vacation. Hey, friends, if you have not joined our Patreon, it is a great low investment way to get additional bonus content from us. In June, I posted a get ready with me video that incorporated some TikTok hacks. We did a full-length bonus podcast episode. That's one of our favorite kind of episodes to make. It was our chit-chatty episode all about everything from my dental fear right on to what's worse, going to the dentist or going to the gynecologist. We also post a full video version of one of our monthly podcast episodes, so you can catch that as well on Patreon. Subscriptions start at just $3 a month. It's a great way to support the creators that you love like us. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. And it's a month to month commitment. So you're not locking yourself into anything. We would love to see you over on Patreon. Hey guys, if you like our podcast, we would love for you to give us a nomination for what is called the Iris Awards. The Iris Awards, it has been created by mom2.com, which is a, what would you call that, Megan? A community of creators. Is that right? Indeed. Anyway, they have an annual award ceremony, which we have been nominated several times for our uh, YouTube channel, but we always lost. Anyway, we're trying this year for podcast of the year. So if you like our podcast, we would love for you to submit a nomination for us. I will leave a link for it in our show notes. 
it's easy to submit a nomination and anybody can nominate at this stage. So we definitely would be honored if you would consider us for that category. Okay. (laughs) It's time to talk the MVPs of vacation. We dumped all of the weird and complaining stuff up top because we got to talk about it. But there were some great things. Can I dive right in with my number one favorite yeah. MVP of vacation? And that is, guys, the neck fan. <laughs> I was mocked, not just by Wendy, by my family members, by people on Instagram. Y'all, I didn't care. I got to Walt Disney World. It's 95 degrees. I am slick with humidity at 9 a.m. And I wore that neck fan. And you know what? I wasn't the only one. It was neck fans galore at disney world (laughs) they were everywhere did people stop you and go where'd you get that only one person asked me about it and it was someone who worked at hershey park which whoo i didn't mention that up top i might talk about it on instagram interesting experience there but what he said was does that thing work and i said it's better than not having it that's Mm -hmm. how i feel look it's not air conditioning guys it's 95 degrees it's hot it's humid but it does blow air onto your body which was really nice i have to tell you having it it's one of those things i was very happy to have as opposed to not having i got over the embarrassment of wearing this ridiculous contraption pretty much immediately because i was laughing at all the suckers who didn't have a neck fan (laughs) Did you laugh at that? Wait, wait, did you laugh at that lady who did? Were you wearing it when that lady said, "Did you cut in front of me? Please please tell me you had it on." (laughs) I wasn't. I wasn't. I was saying she was just jealous. Totally right. So I highly recommend the neck fan after days of continuous use. The only place I saw them in use on our entire trip was the Disney World complex, but I recommend it. It's a great under $30 investment. It recharges with a USB, lasts for several hours. It's lightweight. It was not uncomfortable to wear for hours at a time. So happy I had it. That's amazing. So I will say one of my MVPs is the two bathing suits I bought from Land's End. You guys, are, are these Land's new End. this year? No. Well, mm-hmm. one, one is. Mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. is. And it's a little bit, the one I bought this year I'm a kind of regretting its purchase because it it's like it's black and white like spots and it gives me like Cruella vibes. Okay, you know what I, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be looking like you know whatever. Anyway, a Dalmatian dog. <laughs> so I didn't wear that one as much, but gosh, the one I do have is like two years old maybe, and it's still such great quality. Like. It, it's not a worn out. It doesn't have sand in it. It's just mm-hmm. a great bathing suit. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy to be in this bathing suit. And I did not care. I had like zero Fs. I was like, you know what? You know what I kept saying to myself too? I was like, Katie Storino, nobody's offended by my body. Right? So I'm yes. just like, was enjoying being in the pool in my bathing suit in Hawaii. It was fantastic. I have to tell you, I saw so many women of all shapes and sizes hopping into the pool, hopping into the ocean. Guys, I went into the ocean in just a bathing suit, like walked. And at the beach, you've got to walk like all the way, you know, from your spot on the beach into the ocean, which makes me feel so on display. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And then I played in the ocean with my children and my family. It was so fun. By the way, y'all, I had no idea that the Atlantic Ocean is much warmer than the Pacific Ocean. Did you know that? 
No. I so much no warmer. Like you walk in and like, what is this magic? It's so much warmer. We were in it forever. It was amazing. In what state were you in? We were in South Carolina and Hilton Head. Now I would oh. imagine northern Atlantic beaches are colder. But let me tell you, it was a delight. Maybe that was a fluke. Maybe I just don't know anything about the temperature of the oceans. But the Pacific Ocean's real cold. You go to the beach and it's like, ooh, like it hurts <laughs> bracing a when the water yeah. hits you, even uh-huh. in the summer. It was a delight. That's not on my list of MVPs, but Atlantic Ocean, yes. Amazing. <laughs> You're in the, the waves, Atlantic y'all. Ocean. In the waves. <laughs> Look at Megan was definitely in the South because I don't know how many times she has said y'all, y'all, I y'all. Say that. I, you can look back. I, I, that, that's a word in my vocabulary. It's an it inclusive is. phrase. I think I've just heard it a lot this time. I just, yeah, you know, probably. It's just travel. That's okay. So, what's your next MVP? My next MVP is Mega Babe Thigh Rescue. Now, We've talked a lot about our sweat mitigation strategies, and let me tell you, there hits a point in which many of them have basically stopped functioning. But my deodorant was an MVP, never failed once, never <laughs> failed once, and the thigh rescue. Now, if you're wearing dresses, if you're wearing a bathing suit, man, wearing a bathing suit and like your skin's damp and you're walking back from yeah, the beach. No. You just, your thighs are on fire. Yeah. Thigh rescue. It was in my pool bag. Yeah, yes. For sure. Put it yep. in your pool bag. Shorts. I have some kind of like loose fitting shorts. So there's like points at which my thighs can still touch each other, like inside the shorts. Mm-hmm. The thigh rescue delivered, even in the heat, even in the humidity. It kept me, because I'm telling you, having like your thighs be on fire is unpleasant. It worked. Awesome. Yeah, I brought I I thanks to QVC, I purchased like a bundle yeah. prior to my trip. So I got like a little mini one that I uh, took oh. with me, a little travel one. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Mega Babe should sponsor our podcast. We talk about them so much. Seriously. Love them. Okay, so when I was, you know, I didn't like we did not sightsee at all. Mm-hmm on our trip like we did not do anything so i consumed a lot of media one of them is a book and it's called pieces of her by karen slaughter it's a thriller that's my kind of vibe i'm not done with it yet but damn it's good i love it and it's already been turned into like a netflix show oh exciting very excited i want to know if anybody else has read karen slaughter she's got a ton of books I'm just looking at the Goodreads is only 3.8 out of 5 for this book. Is that not great? It doesn't matter. If you like it, you like it. It does not matter what other people thought. Right. I told my husband, I go, I just love the way this author writes. Like, it, 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 I just love it. I love it, love it, love it. So I'm very excited to finish this book. And I'm going to pick up another one of hers because I just love it so much. And I'm actually reading it rather than Audible because that's usually my jam. Audible, yeah. but yeah, so good. Pieces of her. Her novel, Pretty Girls, was well liked a lot. That's so. that's the one I looked for and okay. I couldn't find it. So I ended up getting Pieces of Her. You know, Barnes and Noble. I went to the actual bookstore to find this book. I should have just ordered it off of Amazon, but it was like the day before we left. Right. You know, yeah. I didn't. Me bringing a book is really mind blowing to a lot of people, including myself. So Last you know, I did. enjoyed it. Yeah. So excited. My next MVP is this little purse that I bought before vacation. And I have a 
small-ish crossbody that I use for my everyday bag, but it holds a lot. It can get really heavy and walking around all day, every day. Look, my shoulders get sore. My It gets uncomfortable. So I bought this teeny tiny purse and it holds my phone, a small wallet, our car keys, a lip balm, a hair tie. That's pretty much it. It's lightweight. I will put it in our show notes. It's from Target. It was, I believe, $19.99. And it was the perfect little bag. Like I kept it inside my regular purse to just, I felt like I was carrying nothing, but I still had everything on me that I needed. I carried it every single day of our trip. And a number of these places have like small bag requirements. You can only bring like a little itty bitty teeny, basically the size of a fanny pack. Mm -hmm. And, um, this fit those requirements, which was great. So I was able to take it everywhere that we needed to take it. And I'm so glad I did it because carrying around a big bulky purse while traveling is not comfortable. And it was well worth the $20 investment. I Every time I put it on, I'm like, I'm so glad I have this little bag. And it comes in a ton of fun colors. Mine's just olive green. But the material is kind of that. I just picked it up. It's like right here. It's kind of that like vinyl's not the word faux leather it's it's what it's not like a leather it's like a it's a casual material like you hear that (laughs) yeah i could definitely tell what kind of material it is from that sound (laughs) it's the a new day brand it has an adjustable strap i will post um a picture and a link in the show notes but if Does it have traveling. a long, like, when I like to wear crossbodies, it needs to have a long strap. It has a long strap. It's adjustable, but it's not like it, if it's across my body, it can be like fully at my hip or like behind my buns. Yeah, that's where I need it to be. Yeah. It's not like across my chest. Like people are wearing their fanny packs, that. like a crossbody bag. Yes. I'm like, let's call a spade a spade, folks. That's a, that's a fanny pack. I don't think wearing it across your chest is more comfortable, but maybe you feel like it's like slightly less uncool super cooler yeah for those who can do it i can't i just look like my tiggle bitties and then like a big old fanny pack on top of it like i can't pull it off i'm sorry i think it looks very cute on some people it's not for me plus yeah on the teeny tiny influencers that are wearing it to disney world it looks great they're not wearing a neck fan too are they they're definitely not they don't sweat yeah i know (laughs) they're just there for the photo op and then they get the hell out of there yeah they're not riding rides. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. So my next my next MVP is when I wasn't reading, I was watching the HBO show Euphoria. Now, have you ever seen it? Anything? It Zendaya. Zendaya? Oh, I'm sorry. She was fan-freaking-tastic. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. won an Emmy for it, too, by the way. this It's been out since, like I think, 20, 2019 it came yeah. out. I've been reluctant to watch it because... The first night it aired, I remember I turned it on and what I saw was was very disturbing. So I turned it off. And but it has gotten like so much like it's been so talked about and there's a season two coming out. And I was like, you know what? Let me give it a chance. And highly disturbing really makes me uncomfortable as a parent watching this stuff. But damn, it was good. It was so good. And Zendaya was Awesome. I just loved it so much, but it's not for everyone. Have you I seen even... the paparazzi photos of her and Tom Holland? No. Like they, they appear to be together. She is like, oh my God. I think she sang a song and the, like the, the episodes are so weird and weirdly constructed and de- director, directored. <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? Directored. 
directed. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she's just amazing. I didn't know she was with Tom Holland, though. Well, they were in Spider-Man together, both Spider-Mans, but... I don't watch those movies, so I didn't even know she was in that. I mean, I know her from, like, Shake It Up from the Disney Channel or whatever that was on a million years ago that she was in. And then she was in that that one musical, too, with the... Oh, right. The, the Greatest Showman. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. People are very excited about the Tom Holland pairing, and they were on Lip Sync Battle together. Oh! Have you, this was years ago, but have you ever seen Tom Holland's Lip Sync Battle performance? No, and actually I need to even look him up because I can't place his face right now. It's the greatest. You need to look up Tom Holland's Umbrella Lip Sync Battle performance. We will link it in the show notes, guys. It is the greatest video on the internet, hands down. It's the best thing you'll ever see. Oh, look at this. Zendaya and Tom Holland share a passionate kiss Mm. in a car years Mm. after denying being together. Mm -hmm. And I'm like obsessed with her. Uh, me too. Obsessed. I think she's the most beautiful person on the planet. I Oh my god. Every time I Seriously. see her in the and washroom, I'm like, show me what you're wearing. <laughs> she just looks so good. For real. And honestly, like a great actress. She was so good. She played a drug addict in this movie. Like she was so good. So, so good. Anyway, I would I, I would watch it, Megan. Don't it's definitely not like it's mature audience only for sure. But it was really good. I'll put it in the queue. I'm way behind. Okay. I need to like have some binge days coming up here. Okay. Yeah. Taking a sharp I know you... Go ahead. Okay. No. Gonna I was going to say, I know. Didn't you have like a list, like a bucket list of shows you yeah, want to watch? I'm failing. I haven't watched TV in like three weeks. Okay. Well, you know, it's still, it will still be there. It will still be there. Taking a sharp right, turns to my next MVP, which is Minor League Baseball. Wendy's rolling her eyes. Can't see her. No, she is. So I, I am, but I do have a question about it too via so my look, husband. So okay, so we <laughs> we like baseball. We like going to baseball games. We are locally Angels fans, but we often go to baseball games on vacation. I really enjoy them. I actually like most live sports. If you were like, hey, let's go to a tennis match, I enjoy sports live. M- not very interested in watching most of them on television, but I like live sporting events and. I really like baseball and we've been to a couple minor league games and we went to one minor league game and one collegiate like summer league game, which was so fun, you guys. But there's something about the small ballpark. People are there because they love the sport or they love the team. We went to a Hartford Yard Goats game, which is in Hartford, Connecticut, <laughs> and their stadium was really cool. Um it's just fun. I can't really explain the feeling. It just makes me feel good to be at a minor league baseball stadium. We went and after an inning and a half, the thunderstorm rolled in. It delayed the game for two hours and then they ended up canceling the game. But during that two hour rain delay, it was so fun. Like we just sat there and watched the rain and they had all these activities happening. It was a blast. You're so funny. I would have been like, it's raining. Let's go. <laughs> no, nope, we're out of here. <laughs> What were we going to do? There was nothing else to do except go back to our Hampton Inn. Yeah. And I would watch Euphoria. I'd be like, (laughs) my kids, you guys are on your own. Yeah. Wow. The tale of two vacations here. Okay. Here's the question my husband wanted to know. Did you guys see a Bull Durham game? Wait. Is it something Durham Bulls. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We... It didn't fit in. So we tried to see a Durham Bulls game because we were in Durham. We couldn't make it work with our schedule in terms of where we needed to be in other places because we planned around also the major league schedule. 
We did stop at the Durham Bulls Stadium where my husband got a hat and a shirt because we he's wanted to go to that stadium for a while. So we did stop there. My husband wears a hat every day. So he bought a ton of new hats at all the stadiums we went to. <laughs> that sounds year. like my husband totally would do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so we stopped there. And so he did finally get his Durham Bulls hat. My husband will be disappointed. He asked. He's like, oh, my God, did they go? And I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm disappointed. You guys were in Hartford, Connecticut. I'm disappointed you did not make time and stay for the U.S. Women's National Team to play Mexico while you were there. I'm sorry. We were in Hartford for less than 24 hours. Yeah. It was like days after you had left. So. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> anyway. I would have stayed because I love me some soccer. Anyway, you know, we talk about ice here a lot on the Mm -hmm. podcast. We love some ice. I had one of the best drinks I've ever had on vacation. It was a Mai Tai. It wasn't super fancy, but it was like crushed ice came in it. It wasn't pebble ice. It was like snow cone ice. Yeah, I was going to say it was like shaved ice in your drink. It wasn't as fine as shave ice, but Uh it was like a little bit pebbly, like a snow cone. And I was like, when it sat on the table, I go, ooh, and he goes, I know, the waiter. He's like, I know. (laughs) He's, I guess they use that ice because on a Mai Tai, it's like layers of of liquor, you know, like dark, dark rum, whatever. Anyway, so the ice holds the shape of the Uh. liquors from blending together. Anyway, I was like, this is the best because it was just I was so overjoyed about this ice I think I even sent you a picture I will put it in our show notes because I was like so jazzed about it it was so cute and delicious so question for the listeners I am an ice person we know this and when I am in a hotel I go to the ice machine or I sometimes they don't have one and you have to request ice from somewhere but I went to the ice machine in every single hotel we went to filled up my ice bucket so then I could fill up my water bottle so then I had icy water in the hotel and on the road and nobody else in my family wanted the ice nobody else wanted to go to the ice machine but let me tell you when we got back in her car after a hot visit somewhere and my drink was the only one that was still icy cold because I've got the good tumbler plus the ice they were all real envious of me so I bet you gotta play like mom (laughs) mom knows some things my last vacation mvp this is also something that wendy's gonna roll her eyes at y'all i love a freaking thunderstorm y'all she does (laughs) i can't believe you like thunderstorms what is not to like first of all i love rain it doesn't rain here very often whenever it does rain i have to stop what i'm doing and watch it rain i have to acknowledge the rain I appreciate it. We don't we don't get surprise thunderstorms here. And we had several of them on our trip. There was one when we were in an amusement park and it was amazing because all of a sudden the wind blows in, the temperature drops 20 degrees, and then the skies just open up. It was a little unpleasant to be wet, I'll tell you. But yeah, I'm like, ugh. It didn't last very long. And I was it's like I was already sweaty anyway. So the fact that it dropped from 95 to 75 and it was windy and rainy. So great. We again had a thunderstorm on the road at one point. That was a little nerve wracking because I was like, we can't see anything. I'm just hoping that we make it to where we go. And then we had the one that I really, really appreciated because at the baseball game, we had like one of the two rows that was covered. So we could just sit in our seats and watch the rain pour in and watch them cover up the field and just enjoy the moment. I love a thunderstorm. It is one of the few selling points about moving across the country for me is that I would get them perhaps a little more regularly than we Dude, get them here. But if you would move across the country, it's going to be hot and humid like I that. All, like, 
Oh, I'm aware. Four months out of the year, right? So, I'm, oh yeah, for I'm sure. Just, I'm not no, going anywhere right now. Don't worry. Just don't move anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a guest. We'll have a guest room. My husband always says we'll have an extra room for Wendy. <laughs> Jeez. But it's not like you're 20 minutes away, or I can be I know. like, he goes, you can have a she shed. <laughs> Oh, he's really throwing it all at you. So you say yes. Huh? Oh, anytime we, I was like, oh, I kind of want another dog. He's like, if we move, we can get another dog. Oh <laughs> my God. And I don't want no. another dog that badly. Don't move. It was really weird being like six time zones away from you. I well, was always like, <laughs> I know. And I was the later time zone. So I would wake up and it'd be like noon and I'd have not, I wouldn't wake up at noon, but I'd be like waiting hours until I could send something. And it wasn't like three o'clock in the morning where you were. That was so weird. You cannot move across the country. It is not happening. Oh my god, you guys! I might have like a meltdown in my closet right now. At the I'm not moving going anywhere. I have to finish my pool in my backyard, y'all, and enjoy that. I did it again. You don't need to. Fall down. I love it. So keep it coming. My final MVP. I already talked about it. Is shave ice? Oh my god, shave ice is so good. Like, why don't? Why isn't there one on every corner here in California? It's so delicious. Do you have? What's the last time you had shaved ice? I can't remember. Probably when I was in Hawaii, right? And I got the flavors pina colada and banana, and it the oh. banana tasted like banana runs, and it was so good. Oh. It was so good, and it felt like so such a guilty pleasure because my husband and I he wanted a Dole Whip. He's super into Dole Whips right now, which is so bizarre. Anyway, we got it before lunch and we like felt like guilty eating like dessert before lunch. We're like, whatever, we're on vacation, you know, mm-hmm. shave ice, man. I need, is there shave ice machines I can have at my home? I don't know. A pebble ice machine and a shave ice machine. You need a snowy. You need, that's a snow cone shaker. Not quite it. I have a snow cone maker that has never been opened. But you I have might... a little snowy. That's the one you need. The little a little snowy. snowy. No, I, I don't. Okay. Let me look. I don't know. I bought one from Amazon like a couple years ago. It's never seen the light of day. I think Little Snowy Max? What is the Max version? I'm not sure, but the Little Snowy oh. is the one you need. Is that what you what up? It's on QVC, guys. <laughs> of course it is. How much is it on QVC? They're like $200 Ooh, usually. One ninety nine ninety eight. Oh, okay. But it comes with a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. Like, that's, that's sometimes oh. where they get you on QVCs. They add in all the bonuses. And it accommodates one gallon of ice, guys. Wow. I mean, you could feed the whole neighborhood. Little Snowy coming soon. Wow. Guys, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back to talk. Megan and Wendy approved. Hey, friends, a quick break to ask you for a huge favor. Wendy created a survey and I got to tell you my first reaction was, oh, no because I don't really want to know what anybody thinks about me. But we actually do want to know your thoughts on the podcast. So if you are a podcast listener, we would love for you to take just a minute. It's a couple minutes of your time to complete a quick survey about the podcast. It's completely anonymous. It's a few questions letting us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see, what you would like to see go away. And you can just visit meganandwendy.com slash survey. And that will take you directly to this brief survey. And you can let us know what you think of us and the podcast so we can continue to make it even better for you. We 
are back with Megan and Wendy Approved, and I have missed Megan and Wendy Approved. What do you have, Wendy? Well, I, you know, we talk about Mega Babe here a lot, and a couple weeks ago, I bought one of the Dust Puffs, which I think is new to their brand. You use it in conjunction with their body dust, you know. Yes. Uh-huh. I like to see, keep things nice and dry here. Anyway, this Dust Puff is bright pink. Actually, no, it's cotton candy pink. It's the size of my head. It comes in like its own little, I would call like hat box almost where yes. you store it at. Yes. And I just powder myself head to toe up in all the places where I need to every day before I get dressed. I love it so much. It's such a small thing, but it brings me so much joy when I'm just bopping my body Puffing with away. it. <laughs> yeah. Do you buy one in store? Like, do they sell it in an Ulta? I bought it online. Hmm. I bought it online. Going yeah. on a trip this week, and our trip includes a stop at Ulta because we know how to live, and I'm hoping they sell it because I would like one. No. Let's clarify it. Megan, Megan and I are going on a trip together yes. this yes. week. Yes. Very excited. You guys might see us on Instagram together. You might see us in a hotel room together, shopping, doing stuff that God, we I haven't done wait. in I like wait. 200 years. Yeah, I'm very excited. I can't wait. We might find some pebble ice together as well, guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. What's yours? My Megan Wendy approved after two weeks in the sun is a product that performed repeatedly for every member of my family, and that is Super Goop Sunscreen. The Super Goop Play line of sunscreen. We had the sprays. I'm sorry, we were killing the environment. We also had the foams, and because my mom put one of each in our Easter basket, so we have several of those. We've used the lotion sunscreen that comes in a big giant pump before. Love that. But let me tell you, nobody got sunburned once, and we were in the sun for hours and hours and hours and nobody including myself and I am very fair and I burn very easily and I was not necessarily reapplying every 80 minutes definitely was not nobody got burned our bodies were not burned nobody got pink shoulders or pink noses I cannot recommend this sunscreen enough I love it super goop play I also really like a lot of their products I like their glow screen for the face mm-hmm. it's a nice like glowy primer but also has some spf in it but their play sunscreen for your body is amazing can't recommend it enough from this family of well two of the four of us are very fair skinned well i need to see this foam i'm very intrigued by the it's foam like a moose. idea like a moose i'm into that that i think i could put on my body I'll I'm bring some and you can it. try it. Okay. On our getaway. <laughs> Exciting. Hey guys, this has been an extra long episode. So thank you for hanging in with us. But some of the feedback we got on the survey already has been longer episodes. <laughs> give us more, which of course we're here for. So, you know, we try to give people what they want. We haven't talked to each other with our voices in weeks. So. I know. We had a lot of catching up to do. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts on our vacation thoughts. You can always reach us at Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Instagram, 
facebook.com slash Megan and Wendy LSS. I forgot to tell people how to get to Instagram. (laughs) And our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. We would love to see you in all of the places. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We'll talk all about our getaway then. And until then, guys, have a great week. Goodbye. Bye.